Fire podcast, Nick Smith and JP. We are back after a little break, a little, yep, yep. Mid, little mid-May action. That's right. Come on, JP. Mid-May, we just, I just did a little vacation. I had to be off, but we're back. No movie action this week, but we've got draft action this week. I still haven't done any best ball money drafts, but it's coming. We did a lot last year. It absolutely is coming as well. My my wallet is is itching to be to be abused. So it will definitely happen. My apologies for the uh, for the movie. There we were planning on diving into a new discography, and I am very excited by it. Things just caught up to me these past couple of weeks, but that's all right. We'll get back in the swing of things. Excited to do that for sure. Um, we will be doing a another mock. Keep keep the wheels turning. Keep keep the uh, thought processes nice and uh, lubed up, if you will. And yep. and also, of course, as you know me, the more and more I do these, the more and more I become total player locked. And by the time I'm in draft season, it doesn't matter what has happened. I have mock drafted a player forty times, and I simply must take him where he's going. So yeah. that's what we need to work on. We need to build that that lock uh, lock status. You got to find your Mike Mike Davis. For you have year. to find Mike Davis, which of course is now his his the thief from last year, Cordell Patterson. Of course, so I'm habitually addicted to the Atlanta Falcons running back slash wide receiver, apparently. But we will see how it goes. We do have a full draft, so that's exciting. We don't have any computers off the rip, although, as you know, mid-May ESPN, these players will drop after the first round, but uh, should be enticing. I, You know, I've been so out of it. I've, I've been, you know, the French Open tennis just started yesterday, so that has consumed a bit of my attention. I've been paying attention to the NHL playoffs and the and baseball I have not been tuning into basketball, but all of that adds up to, I have not really kept my ear to the ground much with uh, football. Have you heard of any news recently? Hmm. I mean, I haven't, I, I feel like there I'm even, of, I'm even behind on ballers episodes. Well, that so, is one thing that I, I force myself to continue listening to. They, They've had some. They've had some pretty decent. Their their off season is, is probably similar to our off season. It's not the hottest action, but uh, they they do a decent job at it. But uh, I think they. I'm like, a, I'm like two episodes behind. Yeah, I think they've got some some decent chunks, but I. Anyways, I have really not been catching. But that said, we'll assume that there really has not been uh, any NFL news, and we'll draft accordingly. Our draft is kicking off here in just a second. And let me try to hide Matthew Barry's voice here if I can. Now, let's see here. What can I do with that? Still adjusting to the old Windows 10 here. Eh, let's listen to, to Matthew Barry. He's, I don't even know if he's actually still on there. Yeah. Mock draft anymore. Is he still on there? Yeah. Well, welcome to the draft. Oh, I wonder when they'll get rid of Maybe when he's just not an employee anymore. Yeah. All right, well, we'll tune in. Um, you know, I, I ha, you know, somebody who I have not kept up with. We're speaking of the um, footballers. I haven't kept up with Al. Uh, 
in his content. Does he even really do off? Maybe he does basketball content right now. Say that again. Sorry, I was. I haven't. Uh, I haven't kept up with uh, Al Zeidenfeld's content. Is he doing like DFS uh, basketball? I'm trying to peek in at him. No. So no, he's not. Okay. Here's the story on Al. He really is super into NFTs. Oh, I see. Like he used to be into like the ba- the the football cards, pulling those mm-hmm. and getting those like certified or whatever. Right. And people would love to watch him pull them. But that's a, I know that's an addicting uh, market share. I, I've seen people do that, and I know that it does have a big fan base. So that makes sense. Right. But uh, he started being able to buy and sell these NFTs and make better money doing that mm-hmm. than everything else. Are they, so are the, they sports-related NFT, do you know? They're not. Oh, they're just random stuff. I got you. Because I, I have seen kind of the card marketplace has turned to electronic version NFTs, if you will, or cards as well. So I thought maybe that would be a natural transition. But you know what? Make your make your hay any way you can. Hopefully we see Al back, and I'm sure we will for the NFL season. But um, that, that is a super hot market. And not, not a market I really have any particular interest in, but no, I, I would rather have a physical trading card yes you know i was at a garage sale uh, this this weekend apparently it's like it was the weekend here in minnesota to do your garage sale. It was absolutely crazy um and some guy did have a good chunk of baseball cards and i was i was tempted to spend the 45 minutes required to peek through them but i just have no idea of the market i would have just picked players that i personally just want their card of and that is very few and far between, so it just was not worth it. But um, we are uh, we are diving in the draft. I have been kicked to the back each of the past two, so I've decided to force my way to the front here. I get the third pick, which I think you've had at least once in our draft, and you have forced yourself to the back end. So we will uh, have a couple different picks here. And it is already on me with, and this is full PPR, with Jonathan Taylor and CMC going to you know, one thing that the ballers have kind of pushed for is that Eckler's um, rookie running back will push for carries, and it does make me pretty scared about that. You know, I'm, I'm looking at these players like Kamara and Cook. They're at the back end. I get really excited by them, though, and I just don't care about these wide receivers. And Kamara's just so nasty. I really love him. I'm going to hop a lot of picks here. I'm going to skip all these wide receivers who I just don't care about and take Kamara at three over Eckler. That could be a total misplay. I know that they were talking about how Eckler is probably not the goal back this year. So that's pretty scary. And I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe Eckler is a bit of a safer, sure thing. Kamara with his injury history already and that team potentially just being – Really grinded out low scoring, but what with Kamara there? Do you think I'm crazy for that one? Yeah. <laughs> I think I I had Kamara last year. I got him with the one oh uh 
two or three mm-hmm. or something like that. I thought it was gonna be great. Yeah, it was not. It was bad. He was he was disappointing. There's no doubt for sure. But ah, thanks, JP. Thanks for the words of confidence building right there, man. I just don't know. I mean, I, I look at these wide receivers like Cooper Cup. And I know he's going to be, I know he's going to be very, very good. And it makes total sense. Promudgeny ways of running back in the first round. It's just something I'm not able to peel myself away from. That's okay. Yeah. Cooper Cup was so fucking disgusting last year, man. I just think, I just think personally you picked the wrong one. Yeah. You think, well, I, I know you think Eckler. How about Cook? Or Najee or Derrick Henry. Would you pick all of those over Kamara? I would pick Derrick Henry over Kamara. Man. I think Derrick Henry's gonna be so massive for the first five games, and I'm just I'm just scared he's gonna get burnt out, but I say that every time. So Henry and Cook go before your pick. You're still waiting for a few players to go before you. Do you see any names that you're you're hoping will skip these next couple picks for you? I see Mixon and Diggs. Mm-hmm. I like those guys a lot. I do too. Wow, Leonard Fournette creeping up here at the 15 overall. That's that's pretty steep, but it makes sense. Oh, Diggs goes before you. Oh, really? <laughs> Shit. Still some good options. Debo, Debo is is not a first rounder. I think that's just some layover from from like early, early, early rankings here. Yeah, Are you Naj- gonna pick Lockridge? What? what that's what did his you name. Say? Lockridge. What is Lockridge? That's this guy's name who's on the clock right now. Lockridge. Oh, oh yes, this is our opponent right here. Lockridge. Get at it, man. Get at Debo. Oh, is he's gonna? Is this an auto pick? He just joined and then he dipped out. Okay, that's fine. Debo would scoop that then for you. Okay, we got Lockridge. Lockridge taking, locked in. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Joe Mixon. Yes. And I'm taking Najee. Najee. Yes, I like Najee. I think that's. I think that's a solid pick for sure. He should get better. He should get better this year. Okay. He was great last year. He was great. He was great, but he, he should be even better. I think, you know, barring injury, he's going to be fed heavy, no doubt about it. So I'm looking to come around after my Kamara pick. I do like seeing Mike Evans there in the back of the second. Um, let's see. Oh, they, you know, the ballers did talk recently about Kelsey. And how I was pretty shocked about him not being even in the second round. And they talked a lot about Mark Andrews and how Mark Andrews obviously beat Kelsey last year in total points. And they they think that Kelsey and Andrews are going to be very, very close again, which in some ways kind of drives Kelsey's value down a little bit. But I still think even if there is a top two distinction, that's still a pretty spicy advantage to have and probably worth pulling the trigger on pretty early. So also looking his way. 
And then you look at these running backs like Swift, Connor, Fournette, Javante. They're all they're all really exciting. I mean, I would definitely take them. So I think the second round, I don't know. I feel like it's gonna be pretty hard to make a mistake here unless unless you go Cam Akers. Be very spicy. Yeah, Cam would be not not a sure thing there. Really gotten a feel this year. I mean, it's so early, but still haven't gotten a feel really on strategy in terms of you know which ones are really the ones where you want to pepper wide receiver. I mean, typically it's like RB early, wide receiver middle, and then TB late. But it does change year to year, and it's it's kind of hard to get a feel here. So Aaron Jones on the board here for me at the back end of the second round here. I do like him. I they think you're going to select two. You think I'm going to go two RBs here? Is that what you said? Yeah. I mean, I would really like oh, Mike Nick Evans. Smith thing to do. Yeah, I think it's either Mike Evans or one of the tight ends in the third round. Antonio Gibson is also there in the third round. So, hmm. I guess I like Evans the most as kind of one of the last – wide receiver ones because you look behind it, it's AJ Brown's DJ Moore like the wide receiver ones have really dried up and you still got running backs like Ezekiel Elliott still far back in the table and um and you've got the tight ends so I, I don't know if I'm just going against the grain because you spoke that into existence but I'm gonna go Mike Evans to secure a secure a wide receiver one It comes back to me, and it's Saquon, which, oh God, just can't touch with a 10-foot pole at this point. It's the two tight ends, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, and then it's basically Antonio Gibson, Zeke is kind of the contention here. Boy, oh, boy. Pretty hard pick. I've been go. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm going to get a chance to pick Gibson or Zeke. Zeke, we'll see about Zeke. You're definitely not going to get one of these tight ends. And I just don't know, man. I've been picking Kelsey every time. But let me in this draft, um, let me in this draft go for a little bit of a deeper tight end just to kind of see who's, who's out there and if I'm happy. So I'm going to take Gibson. I think he's going to be really good. The offense is going to be pretty solid. Defense should be better. He should be able to get more touchdowns. So. I'm secure Antonio gets to look at those tight ends. Probably won't do that in my real draft, but I do like him this year. Definitely not as good as a full PPR, so there's definitely that to be considered. Nick Chubb goes, Travis Kelsey, Josh Jacobs. I, I continually overlook Josh Jacobs. He's been injured quite a lot. I mean, so has Antonio Gibson, but Josh Jacobs has been injured. And who was it that's uh, who's backing up? Didn't they draft a new running back? Let me see. I thought they drafted like a fourth rounder who might push him for some touches. Let me just quickly check the drop depth chart here. No, they, I mean, they do have Kenyon Drake, so he should get involved. 
All right, it's kind of coming up on you in the back of the third. Any names that you're feeling after having gone Nixon Harris two RBs to start? Well, I've always got my eye on Kyle Pitts, but probably not for this pick. It's mm, a great call. Um, there's Zeke. Oh, I had my eye on DJ Moore before you took him. DJ Moore, so explosive. Not really a PPR guy, but really explosive. All right. So here. Excited to see what you do after two RBs. I'm going to go with. Scary Terry and Amari Coopy. Okay, you had Deontay Johnson there, your love child. You picked Amari and Terry. Yeah, in real in real life, I might pick Deontay, but <laughs> got a. Well, we were salvating on Deontay in the fifth last year and early fourth this year or mid fourth not sure exactly how he's gained value um by losing quarterback but and them having drafted another good looking wide receiver so it's a little surprising to see his bump it looks like just the wide receiver in, in general have kind of bumped their way up here yeah i think this sean watson is a wizard though um, oh, Amari Cooper, fantastic! You, you, we both have talked ad nauseum about how we believe, and, and I'm excited for sure. I think, uh, I think Deshaun Watson's a better quarterback than than Dak Prescott. Yes, I totally. In terms of at least, you know, not maybe not winning games, but fantasy production, no doubt, man, he is a monster. Throws that deep ball incredibly well. Well, I got three picks before me, and it's an auto pick, so Zeke will not get to me. Kind of interested in teasing one of these fourth-round uh, quarterbacks, which would which would definitely be Josh Allen. But then you look at, you know, you got Kyler kind of hanging way back there after the um, Hopkins news. Um, you've got Lamar Jackson pretty deep, so maybe not flirting down that road here. I do like Deontay Johnson, so I wouldn't be mad at that. Chris Godwin. Oh, the ballers were talking about Godwin, and they were they were seemingly quite nervous about Godwin um, coming back, even for the start of the season. So seems still a little early to hop on that train, particularly I have Mike Evans. So, all right, Zeke does go, and Josh Allen goes, so that kind of kicks the bucket. Mike Williams going in the mid-fourth, pretty interesting. He could be could be really nasty. Players I'm looking at, I guess, are Deontay, which is probably the pick. You've got Michael Thomas there. Mm, Jerry Judy is pretty – Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton are sitting right next to each other. That could be – those could be really nasty. It's just kind of can you hit the right one there. Man, those are being – that's a really good value there. Damn it. I'm going to pick up Deontay because the clock's running out. But, man, Deontay versus one of those Denver wide receivers. Kind of interesting. 
I agree. The Bears are leaning pretty heavy on Sutton being the 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 one who makes it out of there with with fantasy gold, but I don't know Sutton with his injury history. And he, he is very good still. Man, George Kittle all the way back here, like six plus round. All right. Well, they said is- they said that uh, Cortland Sutton had his best year with Joe Flacco. <laughs> that's that's so sad the the quarterbacks that he's had to deal with but they they both get back to me and i guess i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of stick with the ballers on this one and definitely want to keep your eyes out in the preseason to see how russ is looking each way which one he kind of finds some more rhythm with but i'll pick Cortland sutton here you know i'm i'm through the fifth round and i only have two running backs you know me that's not a comfortable position for me so I'll be looking for some late round running back uh, magic, but but happy with Evans, Deontay, and Cortland Sutton as my three wide receivers so far. Your team being Dixon, Harris, McLaurin, and Cooper looking absolutely sick. That back end of the first as it sits right now really feels really feels juicy. Yeah, I feel like I'm sitting in some juice. <laughs> some apple. What, what's your top juice? Um. I like it when it has like some passion fruit or like oh. some or like some uh, guava. Oh yeah, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something a little unique there. Maybe some uh, pomegranate. Do you fucks with some pomegranate? No, no. Hmm. I do enjoy it. <laughs> maybe as an ing- maybe as an ingredient. I'm with you. I would say probably does lemonade count as juice? I guess it, it's, it does, right? I mean, all of their juices put a ton, ton of sugar in it anyway, so they're all kind of a... It's so oh, acidic. It, oh, you don't like lemonade. It's okay. Oh, man, lemonade. It's got to be a certain one. It can't be that uh, Chick-fil-A shit. Chick-fil-A is an interesting lemonade for sure. But, uh, all right, man, you're on the clock here. What are you feeling here? Kittle. I'm, feel, I'm feeling Darnell Mooney. Oh no! I'm just kidding. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) he was he was a DFS darling at points last year. He was not bad, but it's the fifth round. Oh shit! I gotta pick something. You better hurry. That's George Kittle. (gasps) What the fuck? I don't know why I did it, but (laughs) I took Jalen Hurts. Oh baby! I think he should be all right, dude sexy right there i mean he should definitely be all right but strong strong draft capital oh man i know you got back to back and it's it's tough right here isn't it there's tight ends around here there are i'll take george kittle i think so i think kittle that's not bad good pick for sure we're, we're really in the trenches of wide receiver purgatory with, I mean, Hollywood Brown should be exciting, but Mooney, Lockett, Drake, London, Renfro. I mean, these are, these are not six round wide receivers at all. So they need to get the fuck out of here. Kareem Hunt, pretty enticing. Yep. Always huge upside there. Probably going to be my pick if he makes it. Yeah, I'm just going to lock out these wide receivers because they're brutal until you get to that 
Thielen Robinson zone, which is where you can kind of get some value here. So yeah, Hunt is there. Wow, Singletary being drafted before Hunt. I just can't believe that. That seems insane to me, but uh, golly, where is the running back value here? Like, oh man. I shouldn't have taken uh, Hertz in, yeah. in uh, retrospect, probably. Unless, unless like uh, I really hate the quarterbacks that are around when I come back, which which I just don't think you will. I think that there's a quarterback up plenty, but like uh, I'll take Tom Brady or something. You know, speaking of which, have you have you ever played in a super flex league? No, I never have either. But just the more and more I kind of flip it in my head, I. I just get kind of excited by that idea of, of caring about quarterback, about, you know, looking for, I don't know, quarterback 20 to plug into my lineup every given week. I think it could be really exciting. I'm going to try to get yeah, it. I'd like to be in one. Yeah, maybe maybe not the main league. I don't know if I can convince those fellow old curmudgeons to do that. Maybe some kind of side league where we kind of try out some good. We could do it in the in the waiver fire league, I guess. We could. We could uh, the waiver fire. I, I think you know, as we get our feet wet, the waiver fire could definitely be a league where we we try some shit out for sure. All right. Well, you got. Let's look at these wide receivers. Just kind of peek at them. Traylon Burks. Definitely believe in him, and with my wide receiver depth, he would not be starting for me. So I'd have time for him to kind of develop with with Tannehill. He could be really nasty with Robert Woods. It could be cool there. Um, you do have Devonta Smith, who, who had some amount of success with Jalen Hurts and probably should continue that, that ground being gained. I don't want any of these players, and I don't want to draft uh, Allen Robinson again. I probably would draft Allen Robinson over Traylon Burks, but just to get a little rookie spiciness, I think he's going to be pretty exciting. And if he's not, again, I'm not really relying on him as a starter here. So I'm looking end. at I'm looking at my uh, quarterback um, remorse here. Yes. And Tom Brady is still here. Yes. Right now, and so is Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. I don't see how I don't see how that fails. Deshaun pick Watson. One, he pick one twenty. That's tenth round. He's one of those guys that like. Stays healthy mm-hmm. and stays top five. Mm. Just a menace. Just now. So I guess I could have right now drafted Deshaun Watson. Right. I couldn't have gotten Tom or any of right. those other guys. Mm-hmm. So my remorse level has lowered somewhat. Okay. What do we cool. have over here? We 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 don't want to pick Michael Carter. He's got Brees Hall. Right. Damian Harris. Fucking fuck that. Yes, in a full PPR, that's not that's not um, the play for sure. All right. Looking over here at the wide receivers. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Quick, make your pick. Oh, oh, lock it in. Yeah, we're gonna take Alavi. I'm gonna get in. Yes. Bolare. <laughs> yeah, 
when you sent me to Dean Martin link, I was I was like, are we getting a pizza pie here? But no. It just even even better there. Wonderful play. Digging deep there. You do have a second one. I I did think for a split second, JP, that you were just gonna be like, fuck it and take Deshaun Watson anyways. And uh, AJ yeah. Dillon's the pick. Agreed with yeah. that. It's he's he's just gonna have as much opportunity if not more than he did last year and yep. don't ever feel bad plugging him in when things are desperate or even when they're not. No, 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 definitely not. And in that team and that division, like when they play the lions, the bears, or maybe even my lowly Vikings, they will be beating those teams and, and AJ Dillon can get some junk time as well. So don't mind that the tight ends are starting to kind of creep off the board here. What look? What is the tight end landscape here in the eighth plus round? You got Noah Fant. Team. Noah yeah. Fant is with his bad quarterback that he does yeah. well with. I mean, you've still got Irv Smith Jr. in Minnesota. I don't mind that pick. Um, Tunyon could be okay again. So there's some there's some tires to be kicked there. And then, you know, you've got you've got Allen Robinson, Thielen, Claypool here, Ayuk. This is really where the wide receiver heaven, in my opinion, is. And and I'm just going to take Ayuk. You know, I've been picking Allen Robinson every time there. Um, Claypool, not bad, but I already have Deontay. So, you know, we'll go with Ayuk and just kind of, again, hope that Debo Samuel moves on. What has been the word on Debo smoke. So he's not going to attend the voluntary workout. He's going to skip OTAs. He's trying to still get a contract with the 49ers. So we'll see. Could be interesting. The swinging back to me, Chase Edmonds in Miami. I mean, Connor with that injury history has been pretty bad. I guess this is the time where I just, I kind of uh, stomp on you a little bit and take Deshaun Watson just because I, I do need the quarterback and he's a beast. So. I'll pick him up here in the, the early ninth round here. Right. Still need tight end. Who did I take over Kelsey? It was my third pick. It was Gibson. Well, my running backs are so shallow that I'm actually kind of happy that I did that. So kind of a kind of a shame, but it's okay. So uh, I didn't even ask you, JP, how was uh, – was it the beach that you were at for vacation? Yep, we spent a whole week in Panama City Beach. Oh, man, how was it, dude? It was great, man. I just re relaxed. Didn't get, uh, like, rained out at all? No, we didn't have any rain. Wow, just living the dream there, man. It was perfect. Oh, that does sound wonderful. Did you uh, – was it an Airbnb or is it a – like a contact that you had? Um, it was like, uh, I think it was like 15 or 16 of us rented out two penthouses. Damn, 15 or 16? Is this some, some old Auburn crew that I would know, or are these unfamiliars? These are unfamiliars. Um, a bunch of bartenders from Macon, Georgia, gotcha. and some of their friends and regular peeps. That's badass, man. Wow, what a party right there. That's so cool. Yeah, it, it was quite a party. <laughs> well, 
Well, it is on you in the late ninth, early 10th. You've got your full roster filled out. You're working on your depth pieces. Yeah, we're going to take Melvin here. Okay. Melvin Gordon. My fourth running back. He's just another one that you don't mind plugging in if you need a spot. So he got the one-year deal. What was it worth? Five million. Up to five million. That's not bad in this day and age for a running back. So they kind of believe that he'll still be utilized. Yeah. All right. Over here at wide receiver. It's fucking brutal. I might take a, a dart throw on Michael Gallup. Oh, interesting. I don't know exactly what his little injury situation is there, but with the without Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. he might have some some business to attend to. There you go. I thought you might have gone Robert Woods in uh, Tennessee. Wait until you know play him a little bit until um, their rookie gets up and running. No. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, let's see who we're looking at here. We've got Alan Lazard, could be interesting. Mm, you got MVS. MVS is kind of enticing here. I mean, these are just flyers at this point. I could Lazard go Lazard King. Yes, exactly. I could go in on one of these tight ends, like Fant, like you said, but just going to keep holding out for Irv Smith. Mm, Lazard or MVS? they're on different teams now and you're still having to make that decision (laughs) you're right i didn't even think about it dude that's right we had to literally weigh that option when they're on the same team i guess i'm gonna go lazard here i I guess more just a clearer path less confusion at even though they did draft the the uh, new wide receiver but kansas city's full of question marks there so Gonna go with Lazard there. And then we can probably the Earth Smith Smith is kind of on to Now I want to do is this 12th round? I think this is 12th round here, so fine to get that. I only have three bench spots left, so oh, oh. Nike JP fucking Snipe in the 11th round here on Earth by by Team Briggs. Are they the only one else that's here besides you and you and I? I don't even know if they are here. They already had Friermuth and they they sniped my ass. Motherfucker. <sighs> well, just out of principle, I guess I'm gonna go with Tunyon. No, dude, Briggs is here. That, that, Let's hot. let's look at Briggs's team. Look at right. Briggs. He's got Dak, McCaffrey, Montgomery, Higgins, Cooks, Fryermuth, Mitchell, Benfro. Nope. His team isn't bad. It's not bad. It's it's not. I'm not happy with it, but it's not bad for sure. All right. Someone got Jahan Dotson. 
That motherfucker sniped so. me on his backup tight end. God damn it. I went MVS, by the way. Fuck. I wanted to get Jahan Dotson. Did you? Yeah, okay. To, to pair with your McLaurin. Just really go in. But now, I guess I'm going to get Mechie. Oh, yeah. I think Did you get Mechie last time? I don't, I don't remember. I don't think so. He's a beast out of, out of Alabama. He's a he's a quality talent and a team that needs it. So, mm. all right. Who else we got? Mm. It's tough right now. It's really getting tough in the streets here. We're, this is the first time that we're actually going deep past the the eleventh round. So we're starting to see some some names that we're not as comfortable with here. But we're gonna go all the way, I think. I'm going to go with Jamison Crowder at Buffalo. Oh, an old, an old favorite. Should fill in that. Um, who was it? Who was leaving there? Beasles. Should fill old, in. Old yeah. faces. Yes, he has an old friendly face there. New places. There you go, man. <laughs> yeah, he should be fine. Full PPR. It could be, could be pretty cool. Oh, well, you know, JP, right when I said that we would go all the way, that's that's when my uh, my abdomen decided to just, like, flush the system. So might have to to call it after this round and go visit the, the Golden Throne here in just a second. Go to the throne? Yes. Go ahead and call it. <laughs> okay. Well, let me make this last 12th round pick here, and let me – you know, I can't leave with an empty spot, so I will take the Tunyon. Let's see. I mean, he did really bad last year, but, but fuck it. All right, man. Well, hey, it was a lot of fun. Good talking to you. Sorry about the movie, but we'll definitely get back in it. Which, uh, who's uh, filmography we're getting into again? We're doing Gus Van Zandt. That's right, Gus. Do you want to give us a little uh, teaser on kind of your history with, with Gus's films or what kind of was prompting you to, to dive into him next? Yeah, I mean, he's he's up there with all of the other greatest of all time type guys because, you know, he's just been making movies for a long time and it's been pretty experimental since day one I the mean, audience probably knows him of goodwill hunting fame um milk was pretty prevalent in 2008 so it's got some big hitters but but certainly a lot of films like you said leaning on the artsy less room not not less revered but just less well known i guess side yeah and uh uh notable ones that i love the most uh drugstore cowboy coming up I haven't seen my own private Idaho, but I've got the disc of that and looking forward to seeing that. Yes. I don't think I've ever seen To Die For. Um, I've seen Elephant. That's the Columbine movie. Damn. Um, Paranoid Park. I've seen that one. That's a good one. Um, but yeah, he's, he's like a, he's kind of a modern filmmaker, even though I guess he did start in the late eighties. 
I have also seen promised land, um, solid environmental uh, film there. I did enjoy it. I've seen milk. I've seen farming forces. I go good while hunting. I've seen. Oh, was that all? I want to say that's it. So, so you've definitely um, dipped your toes further. But uh, so, you know, it's, it's going to be kind of on you to see which ones you want to rewatch or to skip. I don't mind either, but uh, really exciting as well, man. I have not, I have not seen his early works and, you know, like you just said, revered as, as certainly one of those more contemporary greats. Um, I think still making movies to this day. Is that true? I mean, he, he came out with a picture in 2018, yeah. but I think he's still actively working, I believe. Yeah, he is. So that's that's pretty exciting. Um, yeah, man. And his first film, which we should have, I should have seen, is Mala Noche, which you have already seen, but but do not give no spoilers to me. I am excited. I have it downloaded. I will dive in. And uh, you know, with, with uh, what what have been the two debuts so far? We had um, we had Martin Scorsese doing. Oh, what was his debut again? Was it uh, no, Who's That Knocking or whatever? I Knocked yeah. First or whatever it was. That, that yeah. what cringy but but interesting uh, film. Yeah, what was it actually called? I want to give it the right one. Oh. I mean, Who's That Knocking on My Door, I think is what it's called. Is that what it's correctly called? Okay, you're right. Yes, Who's That Knocking on My Door. And then we had... Um, um, so what was Lynch's first again? Boxcar. Boxcar uh, birth of the second one? It was. I was just thinking um, the debut films of the, the two directors that we've had. I can't. Oh, Eraserhead. Oh, was Eraserhead David's first? Okay. Yeah. So, so really some interesting ground to be working on here. And it looks like, from what I'm seeing, the third in a row black and white debut film. Is that true? Or is this not? <laughs> Yep, they're doing it again. Is it? So it's something you got to get your feet wet. You, you dive into the black and white right off the bat. So that, that is kind of fascinating, but um, seems like the, the material is at least strikingly different potentially than those other two. But regardless, we will talk about that next time, man. And uh, and good to hear from you again, dude. It's it was been a little while, so it was fun. Two weeks. It see, was. You in, see you in a week. All right, see you, JP. Thank you.